Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> yeah, find- oh, yes, the father, the opposite of a mother. How silly of me. <laughs> you get to go. No, and- daughter's the opposite of mother. Boys here. I am Peter O'Donohue, your guiding moonlight, and I am joined by. Hey, everybody, it's Ethan. Oh, man. That's a long time to go without, uh, without breathing out of your mouth, let me tell you. I'm fucking nine days, one hour, amazing. 16 minutes. That was really good. Beautiful. Not bad. Not bad. Dude, not you, bad. <laughs> you coughing was contagious to me because I legitimately have COVID right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would be the Playing worst. through it. Yeah. <laughs> James Miller, I'm here too. Yeah. 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 Most most recent uh, most recent COVID victim of Quebec. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how I got it, man. I stay home all the time. It's pretty crazy. Well, I mean, me and Pete were joking. I mean, me, Pete, and... You know, Everybody. Bobby, who was there, yeah. we're all <laughs> talking about how, like, how did Jamie get it? Like, yeah. <laughs> Jamie's the safest one. Yeah, I think, like, my neighbor who works at the hospital cleaning overnight, she came and knocked on my door and talked to me for a while the other day. And I think that's where it came from. But honestly, I, I'm grasping at straws. It could be anything. Yeah, there's never known. Yeah. yeah. You I like the... good cop, bad cop with the virus cells in your body to find out. <laughs> <laughs> like you got you know, the like... white blood cell with the mustache and then the white blood cell with the glasses. And it's exactly. Just... <laughs> the, the one white blood cell is like, oh, you know, I'll I'll go to the grocery store without my mask because it's no longer legally required. And the other white blood cell is like, I'm going to take ivermectin, you motherfucker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to his head. got to say, it's good to have you back Ethan. welcome back yeah. thank you thank you the world record attempt was worth it i gotta say yeah i mean yeah had to do it you know i'm not, not breaking that kind of streak for for this show <laughs> no <laughs> he's got a wheaties box to appear on dude come on <laughs> just like, unconscious on a table with wheaties in front of you <laughs> uh so today <sighs> Uh, we're going to be riding high on our spectral steed, Elden Ring SEO, and going over some of the many, uh, some of the um, history and lore behind the Moonlight Greatsword, as you can see by the title. Uh, a weapon that has appeared in many, many games uh, developed by From Software, the developer of Elden Ring and Dark Souls, and we'll get into it. Uh, this was something that one of us said on our Metal Wolf Chaos episode, also developed by FromSoft. Um, let's party. And then, like, yep. Discord, Discord user Moist Weapons was like, yeah, I like that idea. And I was like, cool. We're back in fucking Request Town, USA, baby. Like, no yeah. more <laughs> no more dumb book reports. <laughs> our, our, our patented way of doing requests where we just seed ideas into the community until somebody parrots back what we just said. And we go, yeah, sure, we'll do that one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I did uh, DRG the last time. And we just talked about Deep Rock Galactic enough. And then they asked for it. So then we can do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, also, one 
welcome to the patron party, Mad Max. Uh, he's been on the server for a while, and we finally yeah. wore him down. Got him. Yeah. We, we wrestled him down, if you will. I don't think any of us could ever do that. I know he, he, he's he's in our fitness channel. I think he could probably squat all three of us if we were like stacked on top. Of each yeah, I, I don't read that channel much, but I saw him. He's like, oh yeah, I dropped like thirty pounds, and I'm just in wrestling shape now. And yeah, I, I don't want to fight that guy. Yeah. And you're you're sitting there under three. You're you're, you're sitting there. And it's like, well, I can I can squat three blankets, shivering in your bed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did drop three pounds just sweating in my bed this weekend. So. Uh, <laughs> Jamie doesn't want to um, fight you, Max, but maybe he wants to be shot put it by you. So yeah. stay tuned. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's 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 pretty likely actually. Yeah. Um, word of warning here for anybody listening: uh, there will be spoilers for every single fucking game I mention, including Elden Ring, uh, since we'll be talking about how to get the Moonlight Greatsword in a lot of these games, which sometimes involves quests, bosses, or like secret tactics and shit. Yeah, that's cool. So, but I mean, yeah, no, 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 like revelatory spoilers, just like. Hey, here's the occasional side quest that you can do that's funky to get the Moonlight Greatsword, right? Yeah, it, of course. It's not like the usual suspects where it's like you have to kill Kevin Spacey to get the Moonlight Greatsword. Yeah. In that one, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I guess like really just like the familiarity here. Like, have you guys ever used this weapon in any of the FromSoft games that you've played? I don't know. I'm using not Moonlight Greatsword, but it's like my. It's uh, it's some type of moon sword, and the spell is called Transient Moonlight. Um, but it's a light sword. It's a katana that is good for int builds, and it's it's like something moon sword, but it's not exactly. I mean, that. yeah, I yeah, know. If it's a katana, it wouldn't be the great sword, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I've played Dark Souls one and three, which we've talked about before. I've yeah. beaten Dark Souls one and three. I've played Dark Souls two, never beaten it. So, I mean, my experience is fairly limited. I'm sure I got it in Dark Souls three. Just because I, I beat the game with a strategy guide, I was just like, I'm I'm done just talking to random NPCs and trying to put together their cryptic bullshit riddles to figure out how to do their quests. I just want like yeah. this in front of me. My friend bought the definitive edition, happened to have the the uh, strategy guide, and I was like, yeah, okay, give me that. Like I'm the, the PDF, like basically. No, he had he had the the hardcover. That's the same oh, Bobby cool. from cool. Uh, our Deep Rock Galactic episode that we were talking about. Today. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we yeah we talk about a lot of Bobbies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's just it's just coincidence that this happens to be the same one. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I personally have only ever used the weapon in Dark Souls three. Uh. My intelligence build is pretty much made for it because I wanted to see what it was like. Finally, uh. My non int stats like strength and dexterity are just the minimum requirements to wield the sword. It's always been, they're always like generally lower than the intelligence build because it is like a magical sword, right? Mm. Um, my longtime roommate that we've mentioned on the show, Oren, uh, had gone out of his way to get it in Dark Souls 1. And I will talk about how to get that uh, later on. Cool. Uh, sometimes the name changes. The look can vary from game to game. But broadly speaking, the Moonlight Greatsword is a long, wide, turquoise sword with a gold handle and cross guard. Uh, sometimes there's gems in the handle. Sometimes the blade is completely transparent. Sometimes the actual moonlight itself is like summoned over top of it, uh, like over top of a different weapon. And sometimes it's straight up just like a spell that you can cast and not a physical sword. Cool. Um, the weapon first appeared in FromSoft's first game called Kingsfield. Uh, this is the Japanese first one, not the Western first one. Uh, Kingsfield was first released in 1994, uh, and it's one of multiple special swords in the first game. I was going to guess De Demon Souls is the first game. No, so that's like kind of this cultural thing where 
uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki, who's like the golden boy. He's the CEO and like kind of main game designer there. He's like the director of the games. Like, rose to popularity with the Soul series, but like this game came out when he was like 13 years old, so he was obviously not working <laughs> in From Software. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, He's 1994, really... that's an old-ass game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would have been... FromSoft's really been around. Three years old, which I was playing games at, but I definitely couldn't have made a game at that, at that no. age. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I, I looked it up. Miyazaki only got into the games industry when he was 29, so he was already, like, an adult, like, way into being an adult when he started making video games, so he, it like, the... The Moonlight Greatsword is not the calling card of Miyazaki-san, as most people probably believed. Okay, so there's... Um, I'm looking up Kingsfield now because I'd never heard of it. And there's four of them. If you don't count Kingsfield Additional 1 and Kingsfield Additional 2, yeah. then maybe you're going to get into this, Pete. But there's also one which came out in 2000 called Sword of Moonlight Kingsfield Making Tool, which was... <laughs> It's it's basically a utility app for Windows that lets you like it's like a um, RPG maker or whatever, so it lets you create a Kingsfield game. Cool. Oh, that's but cool. Sort like Sword of Moonlight is is the title of it. Yeah, no, awesome. I did I did not look into that. I I've got the Kingsfield games here, but um, I specifically left out additional one and additional two because one they are very stupid Japanese game titles, and <laughs> are like visual novel RPGs on the PSP. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Like, you do get the Moonlight Greatsword in both, but the only way to get the second one is to, like, follow an insane quest in additional one and then import your PSP save into the second PSP game and then, like, complete another completely insane quest. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, where was I here? Oh, yeah. So, in the first Kingsfield, uh, you actually first need to grab the Dragon Sword, which is in, uh, which is, like, near a gravestone in a dungeon. And right before the final boss, a fairy will take the Dragon Sword and use her magic to restore the moonlight in it. So, she will, um, just, like, upgrade the weapon to the moonlight. It's just simply called the Moonlight Sword at this point. Cool. I think it's required to beat the final boss. And the final boss of the first Kingsfield is a dragon god named Seath, which we will come back <gasps> oh, to. Oh, we know Seath. Yeah. We those do. of us who played Dark Souls 1 know Seath, at least. Yeah. Okay, that's and why those of us who listen to our Dark Souls episode Definitely. Uh, yeah, exactly. know okay. Seath. That's why I yeah. should yeah. know Seath, but I still don't know Seath. No, I don't think... I actually don't think you were there for that episode. Oh, no, really? the, the, the yeah, Lord of Seath one, you were in like Poland or in Mexico or something. Okay, yeah. okay. Daddy so Jane, you, you have the perfect trip. excuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in Kingsfield, you find this sword and a fairy blesses it with moonlight to make yes. it the moonlight sword. So that's yes. like original lore that's where it comes from a fair that's the og yeah okay. exactly that that that's the og moonlight sword uh already in this is my sword i got it from a moon fairy <laughs> <laughs> so already in its first appearance the sword was recognizable and already had its iconic special ability uh, it's the ability to shoot out like a crescent shaped beam of magic moonlight that does damage to enemies Mm -hmm. um, although in the older games in Kingsfield, for some reason, there's also like four lightning bolts to follow it at the same time. Uh, that doesn't happen in later versions. It's moon lightning. Yeah, because in 1995, okay, so uh, they didn't land on the moon in 1969, but they did land on the moon in 1995, and they put a weather controlling device up there, which removed <laughs> the moon's ability to degenerate lightning. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was in Stanley Kubrick's will to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you want to keep it down there, Jamie? Jesus Christ, Sorry, what's going on? dude, I'm yeah. legitimately Be sick. sick. Be sick on your own time, please. This, yeah. is, this is 
We're, we're working here. Yeah, I didn't go to real work today, but I figured I'd show up for this one at least. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna figure out what your sick hours are and, and pay you accordingly next month. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Please dock my pay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a union. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Honestly, um, dude, we're trusting you a lot with the math. None of us have ever checked your math. You could be doing yeah. to us already. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Skimming I mean, off the the tenth the tenth of a percent of interest that we're making. <laughs> I you'd think I'd be more skeptical considering I was embezzling accidentally from you guys for That's like true, yeah. a year <laughs> and a half. So. I but think it was I, going to it was going to small time artists. So I sub I subbed to someone once from our Twitch by accident. So I'm I'm with you, Ethan. At least I did it. Too. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, giving away all our bits to titty streamers. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Amaranth uh, when... needs that money, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she needs the lore bits. Uh, in Kingsfield 2, uh, the first one that we got in the West, the sword is just hovering on the ground behind the last boss. Um, it's just, like, rotating on its point, basically. Like a like a Doom pickup, basically. It's just rotating there. Okay. Uh, it involves running face first into the dragon. The, the last boss is a dragon that looks like it's in cyberspace from System Shock. It's like a bunch of like line art cubes and shit just like flying around. It's very weird with a totally normal looking dragon just standing on this platform. Um, I watched a video of a guy like doing commentary. He showed off the trick to like get it easily. If you just like run face first into the dragon's arms, it's some of its attacks will like clip you through its body and you can just walk through him, grab the sword, and then to like leave the arena with the sword in your inventory, you just need to kill yourself and then you just respawn at the checkpoint. And can fight the last boss with the Moonlight Sword. Oh, okay. nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Suicide. Yeah. I mean, I, I would expect a game from 1996 to have some, like, janky, optimized yeah. strat for the final boss, right? Like, yeah, exactly. That's just how it goes. Um, in Kingsfield 3, this one was hard for me to follow. Uh, it seems to be, like, a game-spanning series of insane riddles written by the Sphinx himself. So, like... FromSoft design is not like is again not like a Miyazaki thing. Their games since like he was a teenager have always been like, yeah, well, like we're just not gonna tell you what to do. So <laughs> the quest starts with you need to track down multiple parts of a totally different sword called the Icarus sword. This appears to I could be completely wrong on this because again, like finding information about obscure Japanese PS1 games is not easy. Yeah, it's difficult. Uh, and I was very hungover. <laughs> um and like it seems that the Icarus sword when you assemble it allows you to like break open this magical dome um and then you like need to find that like inside this dome is the broken moonlight sword and then you need to find a fossilized fairy which i found very cool uh cuz it's like very clearly establishes a timeline between the Kingsfield games you need to find a, a fossilized fairy essentially <laughs> um and when you bring her to the correct dungeon she will like burst out of her fossil and materialize this like invisible bridge in front of you it like uh, it was invisible like now you can see it and use it okay and then you go into a secret room with a portal in it where you are teleported to like this like old god wall of flesh covered in eyes and teeth cool. and then it will repair the moonlight sword for you and <laughs> give it to you <laughs> uh yeah exactly <laughs> you must not touch the moonlight greatsword um yeah does the moonlight greatsword end up in terraria do you know like you said it ends oh up i don't know because that, that game I, has a lot of moonlight like the moon god or something is like the final boss and there's a wall of flesh 
is like one of the big bosses too that we kind yeah. of just talked no, about. No, so I looked up FromSoft games specifically. Okay. I did not look up references to that, like references of it being in other games. It's probably in like Rogue Legacy or like Enter the Gungeon or some like indie right. game made more recently where someone on that design team probably played Dark Souls, right? Right. And like already, already knew that the, the Moonlight Sword was a meme. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's not like 0451 that is like a dev meme right. where that's like a specific reference to a specific office in a specific building that like a bunch of guys who like did Deus Ex and uh, and like Prey and System Shock and all like people like branched out. It's like it's a meme now because now FromSoft is possible. But like who the fuck knew what Kingsfield was before they played Dark Souls 2? Of course. Even, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. This was just some developers like passion project he just like loved the the idea of this like sword made of moonlight and was like i'm gonna put it into all the games and make these like quests for it um but like it is very from soft to have this like hey it it is like a very generic quest line in a video game they just like they don't give you the npcs who who give you the information you know like even like morrowind there'd be like some NPC somewhere who would like reference like, Oh yeah. heard a heard tale that if you bring fossilized fairies to this place, something strange will happen. Right. Yeah. Well, like, and Marwind is very vague and obscure, which is like kind of my favorite part about it. But like, you will still speak to someone who tells you to go Northeast. Whereas yeah, I, in a souls game, some guy just sits there and is just like sad and tells you you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's, the, 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 the crestfallen knight does not have a compass. Is it right? Yeah. <laughs> Playing yeah, through so, Elden Ring, I haven't found anything I needed on purpose so far. I've looked up how to find everything I've needed. Like, yeah, they're, they're, like you don't. It's it's too. For, for anyone who has anyone's listening to this who hasn't played a Souls game, or anyone listening to this who's who's like cutting their teeth on Elden Ring and is just yeah. like, oh well, I don't find it that much in this game. It's it's because you're just missing all these like other items essentially. Like, yeah. you're, <laughs> either, you're, either, you're either stumbling upon them completely by chance, missing them, or or relying on somebody else who stumbled upon them by chance to have posted it online, how they found it. Or like the message on the ground too. Cause the, the later games yeah. have a communication system where you can say like, you know, like dog and yeah. like, and it's clearly a tortoise, right? Yeah. yeah. Especially <laughs> with Elden Ring. It's so big that like, there's a chance you'll just never go past that one building that had that one sword. That's perfect for your int build or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 If anybody wants to know how to get the moonlight sword in Elden Ring, it is part of this episode. There you go. Stay tuned. I will. This is I, this is the least efficient way to find out, but yeah. maybe the funnest. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's probably easier to check out the YouTube video, or you could just mash the advance by thirty seconds button on your iPhone right now and get to that point. <laughs> you know what? I'll say it's a challenge. You know what? You think you can find it by yourself? I think you can too. Try and find it by yourself right now while listening, and we'll yeah, tell you how you, to find you, it. Find it before if, we finish the episode. Yeah. Before before we tell you how to find it, if you can find it, I mean, tweet at us, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so once you get the uh, moonlight sword from this like flesh wall with the big eye on it, uh, if you be- if you beat another boss who may or may not be optional, again, I couldn't really figure it out, named King Alfred, uh, he will be like, ha ha ha, you have defeated me, thank you, and then he will upgrade the sword for you to a more powerful form. Uh, this one has a lot more kind of like spikes on the on the cross guard now, so it's like kind of the one time it where it looks different throughout all of its appearances. Okay. Um, because it's just it it got badassed because it was 1997, I guess it got it got cooler. Because yeah. you 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 beat the king of the titular king's field. Yeah, he put like sunglasses on it. He was like, there, you go. sunglasses and gave it a gun, and that's what made it, <laughs> that's what made it cooler because it was the 90s. Hell yeah. 
Where was the gun? In Power Rangers, they had a cool uh, gun sword, didn't they, in the 90s? The Final Fantasy VIII gun swords were a big sword. thing as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Black Power Ranger had an axe that was also just a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sad to say I never watched Power Rangers growing up. Oh, no? Yeah, me neither. No. Power Rangers lore would be a fun one, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I know I know. It's, it's generally pretty crazy. I think the, the, the story of how the show got made and, like, might even be more interesting because it's, like, a bunch of weird, like, redubbed royalty-free Japanese footage from, like, an unrelated show. Like, yeah. something oh, yeah. like that. Doesn't yeah, matter. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, like, the, the sweet theme song that everyone like yeah like that that part so they they got the artist to change his name like to write it under a pseudonym for power rangers just basically so they couldn't give him credit and like they he doesn't get royalties and people don't know him by his actual name because he wrote it under his pseudonym for that name for that, <laughs> Holy for that yeah fuck. so he got completely fucked over in that whole thing too so. i mean he agreed to do it <laughs> he did he did yeah but he, he, took, he took his paycheck like yeah that's he, true. he said to himself like oh what are you doing you're taking this other unpopular Japanese show and splicing together a bunch of royalty free clips and are going to have people in like suits, like power suits, uh, fighting these monsters. Yeah, I don't think this is going to do that well. Give me the check. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take fair. the rate. <laughs> Little did you know, Go Go Power Rangers would be in everyone's heads like 30 yeah. years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, when did we find the Moonlight Great Sword and Power Ring? Yeah. Oh yeah, well it's it, it's <laughs> it's the it's the it's one of the weird subtitles they have. It's Power Rangers Kingsfield, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, the they, final Kingsfield were oh sorry. They took a they took a random clip from a cutscene in Kingsfield Four and added it yeah. to one of the scenes <laughs> and d- dubbed it in English exactly, and yeah. then just cut in an unrelated high school American drama uh, <laughs> for, to, to get twenty two minutes out of it. Yeah. Uh, the final Kingsfield we'll cover is Kingsfield 4. Uh, this game has a much simpler quest uh, where it involves finding a weapon called the Lawful Sword and then bringing it to like a sacred grove where you dip it in a pool of water and then when you come bring it out, it like ascends to the Moonlight Sword in this one. Cool. cool. Yeah. I think there should be more sparks flying off of bosses in Dark Souls games though. Wouldn't that be pretty cool? Like like the Power Rangers. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like I absolutely agree because like I I'm not squeamish or anything like that in in games, but like I turn off the blood in FromSoft games because one in Dark Souls one it tanks the frame rate, but in Bloodborne and Dark Souls three the blood is ridiculous to yeah. to the point of being distracting. It's like it's like it it's like like it, I remember the blood in Gears of War is ridiculous because it like predates hit markers. So like when you're shooting a distant target, the blood shoots out to like indicate you've hit it with a gun. But when you're hitting a guy with a bat. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't need a six foot fountain of blood to shoot out of his body so like i i turn it off but if it was yeah. if it was like the whatever the magnesium sparks that fly off the costume that leaves behind like that white smoke i would totally leave that shit on them be way yeah. better <laughs> then, like sparks fly off and then a split second later there's like an exaggerated jump where everybody flies backwards yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very good yeah. now hear me out miyazaki i know that you like the kind of the quiet melancholy of the Soulsborne series. That is, Elden Ring is very much a combination of every game that he has directed up until this point. You've got Moon Gods, it's European fantasy. It's it's just all his ideas, and it's all, all his ingredients in one pot. But think about it. How much better would it be if you started to rip off 
Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Instead of Lord of the Rings that you didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> That's wait a minute. You're telling me Austin and Small were just guys in costumes? What? <laughs> Big like rubbery costume flopping around. <laughs> the Elden Ring, it broke off into five great runes, right? You bring the yeah. five great runes together, <gasps> they make the Megazord and Oh, oh yeah. Hell yeah I, I was gonna say the pink rune, the black rune, the red rune. <laughs> yeah. well, you've got the you've got the black rune of death, right? That's just the yeah. black ranger. Yeah. <laughs> But the, the thing is, their Megazord just has no legs. It's all grafted arms everywhere. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, just it, it, it is the body of a young man with a spider body made out of other people's bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, power of Rangers. Oh, nice. Oh, there we go. Good. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Cut the recording right there. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in these old games, it seems to act like a kind of master sword in Zelda, the Moonlight Sword, which is why it's so... I guess it's like part of their DNA at FromSoft now because it was part of their first game and it was... It, I mean, this came out after Zelda. So like the, to speculate, Loreboy's speculation here, maybe they were inspired by like the legendary sword throughout time, basically based entirely around the Zelda games. Cause I think at least three Zelda games predate the first Kingsfield, right? Something like that. Yeah. Zelda when one did, was eighties. I think, right. 80s, when did link yeah. to the past come out? 84. Uh, four. I'm going to say, yeah, I don't know. OTTP. It came out in 91. 91. Wow. Oh, yeah. So like at least three games predate Kingsfield. So like, the analog to the master sword se- seems to be the thing again like information's like really hard to like old old guides i i found one website that was probably 25 years old where underneath the search bar it just says search service no longer available i was like that is the weirdest fucking thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> there's a zelda before link to the past though isn't there there's like one yeah the first zelda's from the 80s yeah. there's a legend of zelda there's a legend of zelda 2 which is like the side scrolling yeah. one that's the one that yeah. was really bad yeah I mean, yeah, really bad, like, like criticized for not being the same as, as The Legend of Zelda 1, and clearly they went back to the formula that worked for them yeah. Yeah. Uh, later on. But, like, it is kind of more reminiscent of, like, the 3D Zeldas that we see more and more these days, like Breath of the yeah. Wild, like uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, where it was, like, they were experimenting with taking it out of that top-down yeah. uh, perspective, right? Right. Uh, now, it has been said that this weapon has actually been in every single FromSoft game except Sekiro, because uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice only has one weapon. You only get the one katana. Um, I read that on Screen Rant, uh, which, like, kind of a lot of online news outlets, is just, like, an inter- un- unpaid intern-powered, like, clickbait farm. Yeah. Um, this isn't true and wasn't true when this article was written. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, I don't think it's in Chrome Hounds, which is like a mech game that me and not a single other human being on Earth played, because I could not find a comprehensive list of the weapons in Chrome Hounds when I was Googling. And it's just like, I liked that game. No one else played it. And it it was like always a blockbuster. It's like a build your own mech game with like a campaign. It's a lot like uh, Ace Combat, I guess, where it's like set in a fake country that's, you know, not... Kazakhstan in this case, basically, because it's all okay, like Black sure. Sea. Um, yeah, and I couldn't find it because I remember like unlocking a bunch of the weapons, and there was melee in that game in Chrome Hounds, where you, you could mount these like piston-mounted harpoons on the side of your mech that would just like shoot out these big spikes and retract, which was oh, pretty cool. But there was like no unlock or whatever. Um, I seriously doubt that uh, the Moonlight uh, Sword is in Monster Hunter Diary, Poka Poka Iru Village, because that is like a uh, feline, like, 
village sim, uh, and it is also not in their weird VR adventure game called Déraciné, which is French for unrooted or uprooted or something. Yeah. Déraciné. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's at least three games that it's not in. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Jamie, you're still a little nasally. Could you give us a nice little uh, um actually there while... Uh, <laughs> while... Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Take um, that, Screen yeah. Ranch blogger. Yeah, yeah, I wish you got me a couple days ago when I had the, the deep, grumbly voice. Now we're over onto the nasally voice. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, actually, those are three games that we don't know, right? Yeah. Can't say. It's hard to prove a negative, Pete. Well, so. I do know it's not in Terracine. I did look that up. Um, Monster Hunter Diary, I just put in as a joke. And then Chrome Hounds, I don't remember. But it is not in Sekiro, I know that. And not in Terracine. I am looking at the the weapon <laughs> list for Corehounds, and there are does does seem like there's no like sword class. So yeah. at, at most it'd be like moonlight sniper rifle, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, moonlight think, nerf cannon. I think patches is in Chromehounds though. I think I I think I remember that. Who's patches? He's the like. He he's like the 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 bald guy with the big nose who always tricks you into into trying to basically get you killed so you can loot your corpse. Oh, in Dark Souls. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. he's been in a lot of games. I know he's been in Armored Core and like some other FromSoft games. I think Patches is in Chrome Hounds. I, it seems to be like a distant memory for me, but yeah. Oh. Um, the president of these z- these great United States of America, you can, of course, get this weapon uh, in Metal Wolf Chaos, where it is just the blade of the sword with a foregrip and a stock. So you can equip it on your <laughs> rotating weapon wheel in uh, in Metal Wolf. Very cool. Um, it, in this game, it can be unlocked by rescuing all of the hostages in the game. So there's like sub-objectives in every mission. Some of them are hostage rescue. If you rescue everybody, you unlock the MLS, because Congress loves abbreviations, uh, and it fires a laser disc surrounded by lightning. So it's still very similar to the old Kingsfield model of the Moonlight Sword. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, he's the president of the United States, so they, they harvested the moon lightning, so he's still able to use it with the moon lightning, right? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the weather control machine on the moon basically gives the president of the United <laughs> States powers over moon lightning. Of course. <laughs> Well-established, real-world. Yeah. 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 A, Climate change the, is caused by the moon. One of the, <laughs> there's a, a, a conspiracy theory of Project Atlas, I think it's called, and this is in uh, Alaska, and that all the earthquakes in the world are being controlled by the United States. Yes, I have heard that. Yeah? And you, you believe yeah. it? No, not for a second. Okay. Well, I do. Wow, on record saying he doesn't believe it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, dude. It's hard it's to a... prove a negative. <laughs> <laughs> or something. This again. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a felony not to agree with the United States, dude. So, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it depends on where you live, actually. <laughs> I haven't been elected anywhere on a disagreeable platform, so right. let's... <laughs> You know, when I'm uh, when when I'm uh, whatever prime minister of Nicaragua, I'll get back to you on to see how how much disagreement yeah, yeah. That counts. <laughs> uh, now that we're past a little bit of history, we can start getting into the more interesting appearances of the sword. Uh, starting with Demon Souls, uh, kind of despite how janky and fucking complicated a lot of Demon Souls is, getting the large sword of moonlight is actually very easy. Um, it's one of the. It's in one of the worst areas. I think in like the entire fucking genre. It's the swamp of sorrow. Um, Dark Souls swamps are also a meme, which is why I think there's like fucking two in Elden Ring or something like that. 
but the one in uh, Demon Souls is definitely the worst. Uh, you, at least in Dark Souls, you can run in Blight Town to like move at normal speed. In Demon Souls, you just like fully encumbered, like fucking Ooh. shuffle, dragging your feet against the ground. You can't roll. There's poisonous leeches and jellyfish everywhere who all shoot yeah. fucking <laughs> like spikes at you. It's it's fucking awful, awful. <laughs> like I like that game a lot, but yeah. Eh. In Elden Ring, <laughs> there's a like one token that you can get that increases the amount of souls you get by like twenty five percent or something. So it's really desirable to have for when you're farming. But you have to go through this one cave that's filled with scarlet rot. And the same thing, you can only walk in it uncumbered. And if you roll, it actually affects you faster because it like you're touching the disease with your whole dunk in your head. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's made... a really cool thing from uh, Dark yeah. Souls Two is when you get saturated with poison, the build-up effect lasts longer yeah 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 uh, so i still i got a faith i did a faith build just so i can like relieve scarlet rot and i still haven't done that cave because it's so fucking annoying <laughs> Even help a lot with farming but yeah. yeah it is there is something about a lot of souls games like like this thing too where it's just like there's often sections where you're just like you're having fun playing a Souls game, and you get to a point you're like, "Well, I don't want to do this right now." Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I don't want to do Tomb of Giants right now. I don't want to just walk off cliffs for the next twenty minutes because <laughs> I, did, I didn't, I didn't find, I didn't happen across the one like skull lantern that will let me see in the dark or whatever. So now I'm just like wandering around in the dark, getting ambushed by giant skeletons. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put yeah. this down, and I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna I go mean, yeah. throw a frisbee by myself. Yeah, just, just like add a treat so it bounces back. You don't have to walk as far to go yeah. down it, right? <laughs> Life's been busy. Then I got COVID. I haven't played Elden Ring in probably almost two weeks, or like maybe like a, a week and a half. It's, it's it's one of those games I feel like where you got to be ready for it. You know, you got to be. I'm, yeah. I'm good to fail. I've got some energy right now, but. Well, I, I finally like, bought Breath of the Wild, which is the Dark Souls of Zelda game, right? Right, so, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. That's cool. How is it? Sorry, I thought you were going to talk about it. I was like sitting here just like no. tenting my fingers <laughs> waiting for like a is like an impression. <laughs> it, it's okay. There's no Moonlight Greatsword. No, actually, I, what I'd say oh, okay. is like I like it a lot, but I, I'm like a huge fan of, of Zelda games, right? Like I've beaten, I think, every 3D Zelda game except for Majora's Mask um because i i hate that game um <laughs> <laughs> but like I, so i really like it the combat is fantastic it's like easily the best combat in any zelda game ever um there's so many like great elements to it and then there's like just a bunch of stuff from like that they've taken from like other video games mm. like some of the worst aspects of skyrim some of the worst aspects of dark souls that just like they're like we're gonna add this in too and it's like why why did you do this like <laughs> like they they have like a crafting system and like obviously you guys probably have seen like weapons can break when you use them. Yeah. Yeah. And like there's there's no repairing durability. And like it's an interesting mechanic because it like it makes you use different weapons and I get that. But it's just like you go on this like you're just wa wandering around and there's like this optional quest where you end up at this snowy mountain and you go to the peak of this snowy mountain and there's this like like snowy like Chinese dragon, like one of the longer dragon like archetypes there. Yeah. Which yeah. is just like from your perspective, like hundreds of feet long like probably like 600 feet long or whatever and it's like coiled around the top of the mountain and it's affected by calamity ganon's like sickness plague whatever right so you like you shoot him you shoot off like a piece and then he like starts to fly away and you have to like chase him through this like frozen landscape and like at the end of it all you get this like legendary frost spear that can like freeze your enemies and it's like oh like that's really cool but then it, it broke after 20 minutes of playing yeah. so like 
like it just takes all the punch out of like an epic quest like that like it was really cool the doing the quest and everything but it's like why even bother giving me a fucking weapon reward for it like yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, i'll I just say uh, very enjoyable but no moonlight grades i played the first two bosses of it like i borrowed it and played for like a weekend and not to spend too much too long on it but I, one thing that i had a problem with was uh some of the puzzles like you know you go in those little dungeons you do the puzzles like yeah. to knock the round balls into like i know exactly oh, right where i wanted yeah. to do it <laughs> And I'd, yeah. I'd know exactly where I'd want to do it, but it would take me 30 fucking minutes just to, like, line up the shot perfectly. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what, is this golf, dude? Like, it doesn't even play like a golf game, so it doesn't feel fair. Like, anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, my, my other complaint is, like, the... Another big complaint is the classic Nintendo. Like, it has forced motion controls for a lot of the shrine puzzles where you yeah. have to, like... Like, it's, it's the... Um, you know, you have a, a platform with like a bunch of holes and like a maze, and you have to like guide ball the ball bearing. through it by like yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, and you're, you're yeah. holding your controller trying to do that. Like I'm, I literally I beat that that quest by just like getting a system where I could like flick it up into the air and like hit it like a bat to where it needed to go, basically. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't have the patience for this, and like classic Nintendo to like shoehorn uncomfortable motion controls into an yeah. otherwise yeah. fine game that didn't need it right but. yeah and i wanted to play online diablo for the first time in a while i had to pay five bucks just to play for the money they're oh my god oh, anyways nintendo we'll bitch on the bonus track yeah, yeah, was, yeah. i was just gonna say subscribe yeah. to our patreon to get our, us bitching about shit, <laughs> shitty yeah. mechanics and practices yeah. But uh, I mean that never strayed too far, like that never really strayed too far from the path there, which is written behind you. I just realized um, the um, the the getting the moonlight sword in a bad area. At least it doesn't break down. Uh, there's like in the swamp of sorrow a cluster of these giant slugs like hanging from a like a mucus strand on this on like the roof of this cave. And if you just shoot them down, they'll drop down, and the sword will be stuck into the ground. So you can like run past them or kill them all, and you get the sword that way. Um, Souls games are pretty notorious for having like little bits of flavor text on every item, kind of explaining their context or whatever, like telling you who patented a jar full of oil that explodes into lightning or some shit, yeah. right? You, <laughs> it, you can you can hit you can hit the the info screen. You get like the patent number on it. You're like, oh, that's interesting, and you can yeah. like yeah. look look it up at the Lordran like patent office. <laughs> from, you... from our from our first episode, our first Dark Souls episode, we know that the bottle of lightning was patented by Gwyn, and I think we called it. Uh, like his Windex that he sprayed at dragons, and I don't know if we made the joke Gwindex at the time, but if uh, if not, there you go. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's a very good one. I know I drew a picture of him spraying Windex directly into the eyes of a dragon, like holding it down and spraying Windex into its eyes. Yeah, don't worry, I'll go back and edit it. If if we didn't say it, we said it now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we said it. Now. Yeah. You, you use like a, a text to speech engine where it's like it, like mid conversation, like Gwindex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so the flavor text on the demon's souls, um, moon, or like large sword of moonlight, uh, says Vito, the moonlight knight is thought to be. Oh no, excuse me. Oh, I, 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 I was reading my own text as if someone else had written it. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it explains who Vito is. So it 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 says that Vito, uh, the moonlight knight, is thought to be a high-ranking female knight who accompanied the maiden Astraea into the Valley of De Defilement on her pilgrimage. This is what you can glean from the... Um, uh, Peter Donahue, 2022. Yeah, you yeah gotta, exactly. You gotta yeah. Now, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
they're gonna put me on a loading screen in like the demon Soul remake, <laughs> looking very confused, explaining <laughs> the moonlight greatsword. <laughs> well, it's for, for the listeners at home who can't see the camera, Pete like leans so close to his computer screen, like we can almost just see his forehead on the webcam, basically. <laughs> it's looking confused. confused enough for a second there. <laughs> well, because there's like as parts of the script I wrote where I kept the quote in, and sometimes we're all like write it in your own words, like fifth grade English teacher did, and I'm just like. Uh, okay, and of course I was like so fucking hungover too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember putting this fucking thing together. Yeah, I always italics um, the quotes. You gotta italics it, then you'll know. That's when so you put the I do. I, I did italicize a bunch of stuff as well as like game titles. So like this one is oh. in regular plain text. So like this this one's OG. Put me on the loading screen, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just plagiarize everything so that like it's all quote right. Yeah. Oh yeah, fair use, fair use though, because like Jamie and I technically make it transformative. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, I don't. Got him. I don't, I don't. But I'm, I'm thinking about hiring one of those guys who reads the side effects on uh, prescriptions to just list off all my sources at the end of every episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it just goes Wikipedia. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you are a loved one has been affected by mesothelioma. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast will not, to my knowledge, give you mesothelioma. <laughs> like um, COVID, yeah. though, if you come to it too close, if you're in the room with one of us, this podcast could give you COVID. Yeah, it's a, it's a one out of three chance that the Lord Boys will give you COVID. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the most dangerous podcast on the internet. Yeah, yeah it's Lord yeah. Boys Roulette. Um, so elsewhere in the Valley of Defilement, you can kill another giant slug and loot golden armor off the corpse. The description on this armor states that it was worn exclusively by high-ranking female knights from the Highlands. Um, Selen Vinland, who is a woman you can speak to in the Valley, is a living knight, obviously. She's not like a ghost or anything. And she's also wearing a set of this golden armor, while her brother Garl Vinland is the last knight left protecting Astraya. And you actually fight him instead of fighting her. She kills herself before you can get, get to her, once you kill Garl. Um, and he wears dark silver armor. Okay. So okay. it kind of stands to reason that Vito, the Moonlight Knight, was eaten by slugs, and that's why you can find her sword inside a bundle of slugs and her armor inside another slug. Uh, uh, um, other bundle of slugs. A different, a different slug bunch, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if They're all coming out of the little doors in the walls, the slug bunch. <laughs> <laughs> People, like, oil their blades and stuff, right? Like, I feel like a bunch of slugs on your blade, like, it might keep it... Oh, probably good for it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that is not that far from, like, uh, some fucking item you could have in a Souls game, like the Slug Bunch, basically, like, (laughs) temporarily temporarily imbues your your fucking blade with poison or something. Yeah, Yeah. you just gotta be careful. Oh, careful in swamps, there's moonlight slugs out there. Uh, one interesting thing that like that's kind of funny that you bring up like the weapons of these knights is because the large sword of moonlight is made entirely of moonlight in demon souls and cannot be blocked by shields, further lending credence to the fact that Vito was a moonlight was a knight with Maiden Astraya, because Selen Vinland also has a sword called Blind that is like made entirely out of wind, and they're the only two weapons that cannot be blocked with shields. Is so it would be. The large sword of moonlight and blind that bypass shields, both of them being wielded by two women on the same team, basically, would kind and, of stand to reason. And I will I will throw one of the craziest lore boys uh canon conspiracy theories I think that I've ever pitched. Yeah. That this is a 
rough translation from Japanese, right? For both of these. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to say blind comes from uh, when you don't have moonlight at night, it would be so dark that you'd be blind. Right. Okay. Oh, that's so interesting. Kind of that's like twin as... sisters uh, sort of thing. All that's right. not as ridiculous as I thought. Yeah. I mean, if you kill <laughs> Selen, you, you loot the same armor offer as well. So. All right. It's the yeah. dull the dull gold set, whereas you get the dark silver set when you kill Garl Vinland. They both sound cool. very good in PvP. Can you like parry them, I wonder? Oh. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, you but can not the parry. projectile. But you cannot block them. No, you cannot parry the projectile. Okay. Um getting the weapon in Dark Souls. Um yeah, I mean also like regarding our our Demon Souls. We did a full episode about Demon Souls when the when the remake came out. I fucking love that game, I gotta say. Like I played the PS3 version. It is jank as all hell. Um, like almost unplayable in some 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 places because it's like the frame rate tanks to like eleven a second, which is a <laughs> common problem with FromSoft games, especially recently. Yeah, it's, um, it's just so funny because it's just like the game that you just want like stable frame rate. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's just so crucial. <laughs> also, it's a PS3 exclusive, and it, it the same problem with Bloodborne. It's only on one platform, and it just doesn't fucking work on that platform. Yeah, is it like, did someone describe a dev kit to you over the phone? Is that what happened? Like, I had good experiences with Bloodborne, but I kind of only really got into it later. I guess I wasn't right, right on. I I will say, Pete too is like more than anybody I know uppity about Framer. I am. Yes. Yeah. 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 Elden Ring has been a little fucky for me. Like, whatever my horse. Sometimes, if I mount like while running up onto a rock. It registers my horse as being in the middle of the air and then just like disconnects me from the game. Uh, I don't know why it does that. <laughs> the, but, uh, the disconnection from the game is crazy because I remember when it first came out and like me and Pete would be on Discord playing Deep Rock and you would want to keep playing Elden Ring, but you yeah. couldn't yeah. like get onto Discord because your computer would crash if you had them yeah. both open at the same time <laughs> yes. kind of yeah. thing. Like, or so, just like your internet would stop working, which doesn't make any sense. So like, someone who knows computers better, please explain if this is possible. But another guy told me it's because my graphics card is working so hard that it just like fucks up other parts that it, like my internet doesn't work. I don't know how those are, disc- are are connected in any way. But people keep saying it's my graphics cards. That, that's the problem. Yeah. But A vagabond on the street told me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a guy who, a who used to no be... smelling of uh, yeah. wine yeah, and cheap pick... cigarettes came up to me on the street and explained it to me. Picking butts uh, out of like the dried leaves next to the sidewalk, he's just like, "I heard about your Elden Ring problem." Like, okay, <laughs> 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 yeah. one shoe, one crock. He's too trustworthy. I gotta tell you, he kissed me on. The... Oh, maybe that's where I got COVID. Actually, uh, yeah. Oh, the guy giving you advice about computers—that would yeah. be it. Yeah, the, the homeless guy. He gave me. I love, I love the pregnant pause. I love the pregnant pause after he kissed me on the. Leave that to mystery. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so getting the uh, weapon in Dark Souls is a little bit more annoying. Uh, I never did it, like I said, but I did watch my roommate do it, uh, and it looks fucking miserable. So in Dark Souls, there are multiple dragons all around the game. Some are bosses, some are part of the environment, and some are just regular enemies. Um, and in this game, and in, and exclusively in this game, so in Dark Souls 1, you can cut off their tails to get a unique dragon weapon. And you can do this to every single one in the game, including the dragon in the Ash Lake, uh, who like brings you into the Dragon Covenant. He will not attack you. He is basically a prop and is like part of the environment, but you can still cut his tail off and get a weapon out of it. So if anybody cool. goes back to play that. Uh, in the case of the Moonlight Greatsword, you get it by cutting off the middle tail on Seath the Scaleless. Oh, so we've heard of him before. a Miyazaki reference to the first game that came out when he was a baby. Oh, it's Seath. I know all about him. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> nodding. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I now I see. This... <laughs> like, I didn't even know this because, like, obviously I researched Kingsfield first. I didn't even make this connection until I wrote this part about Seath the Scaleless in Dark Souls. Because I was just, like, <laughs> write, writing shit in order I was going to say it. And I was like, oh, yeah, like... He he did just reference like again it's it's just like a classic internal reference that like the new tires uh, kind of carried on from the old guard. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I I'll say I so when I beat Seath and I've I've beaten Dark Souls exactly one time. Uh, another time I just got hung up on Gravelord Nido forever and I was screw this game. Um, <laughs> but when I beat Seath, <laughs> when I beat Seath, I tried to cut his tail. Uh, and just failed and ended up killing him. So uh, apparently, I was close to getting the Moonlight Greatsword. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, it looks super fucking tedious because Seath. Uh, I posted a picture of the boys. Um, he is the top half of a very traditional looking dragon. He's all white because he has no scales. Yeah. Um, not not traditional in the sense that he's scaleless. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but his silhouette is at least. Um, hmm. He doesn't have legs. He's just like got this big thick ass with tentacles poking out of it. Yeah. And he just rotates on a dime. So when I watched Oren do it, it is very much just like you just like book it at the middle tail that's like poking out of the back of him. You hit it once and then he's just rotating, but he doesn't rotate like a giant animal would because he's just a 3D model in a video game. He, he is basically like a like a rotating like tray, like he's yeah. on an axle. <laughs> so this just looks fucking terrible. It's like a lazy Susan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just trying to get to the honey garlic and it just keeps fucking going. Yeah. <laughs> um so I never finished Dark Souls 1 with an intelligence build. I never even tried to do this. Um it looked awful. But that's how you get it in Dark Souls 1. Uh and this year's model comes with a new trivia card. And this one I put in quotes so I won't get nearly as confused and old and like a scared animal basically. <laughs> <laughs> This sword, one of the rare dragon weapons, came from the tale of Seath the Scaleless, the pale white dragon who betrayed his own. Seath is the grandfather of sorcery, and this sword, imbued with his magic, which shall be unleashed as a wave of moonlight. Um, so unlike Seath in Kingsfield, this Seath is not a god, but he's like a demigod in the Greek myth sense, uh, as he was bequeathed immortality by Gwyn, the lord of the first flame. So after betraying the dragons and telling Gwyn, and we have a whole episode about this, so yeah. again, there's like a little little blurb here. After there's like betraying big the, trees and stuff. There's wind yeah. decks, lightning, yeah. all sorts of stuff. <laughs> he betrayed the dragons, told Gwyn and the other lords, uh, like, hey, by the way, um, the dragons are mean to me because uh, I have no scales, I'm going to die. They're weak to lightning, and if you can conjure it, uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's all good. <laughs> Uh, and then as a reward for helping in the war against the dragons, uh, Gwyn gave uh, Seath the Scaleless a fragment of a lord soul, ascending him to becoming a demigod, and like a castle where he decided to use like crystal magic to research immortality. Um, and that drove him eventually completely fucking insane, which happens in real time to Big Hat Logan over his NPC quest in that game. So yeah. it drove him crazy as well. Yeah, everyone I know who's just locked themselves up in a room by themselves using crystal magic to figure out how to become a mortal. <laughs> <laughs> Always gone insane. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> they look that pale too. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a little sidebar here. Um, the pursuit of immortality leading to disaster is pretty much the theme of every single game that Hidetaka Miyazaki has directed and also Dark Souls 2, which he did not work on. 
or did not direct at least, uh, King Alant, who's the main villain of Demon's Souls, tried to do it. All the lords in Demon Soul, uh, in Dark Souls try to uh, prolong their immortality. Vendrick did it in Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 3 is about prolonging or either ending the cycle of immortality that has cursed the world. The Thumerians in Bloodborne did it with their blood ministration. Um, Kuro, the prince that you're protecting in Sekiro, is immortal, and there's like all these evil centipedes everywhere, and like him being immortal is why a different samurai clan attacks his clan is to try and like unlock the secrets of uh, like dragon tears or some shit. And also, like, the central conflict of Elden Ring that happened in the past is when, like, Queen Merica removed and hid away the Rune of Death. Like, I don't know, like, if, like, Miyazaki is specifically afraid of, like, Elon Musk or something, but he, <laughs> <laughs> like, he keeps writing about, like, immortality being an evil thing. Yeah. By the way... The, the rich and powerful making themselves yeah. immortal somehow and dooming the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. Remember how I said, like, Loreboy's canon, the rune of death equals immortality or whatever, and we weren't sure that it one exactly equaled the other? Uh, Sketchy Jesus found the voice line that did tie it together, so... Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Good. We got there, boys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, one more little game before we come up on our break here. Um, in Dark Souls 2, uh, there is the uh, Blue Moon, You Saw Me Standing Alone Greatsword, and that is carried by the summonable NPC Dean Martin, or as they call him in the game, Ben Hart of Jugo. Okay? <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wrote that down, I was like, oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Blue Moon Greatsword has been in his family for years and is a prized heirloom, and he claims that it has potential that only a true swordsman can unlock. This sadly is not true, as even the weapon's flavor text, that there is, text states that there is no magical energy in the weapon at all. The Blue Moon Greatsword is just a replica, and that is betrayed even by its stats, because it does not require intelligence and does not have a magical special attack. <laughs> it's just a fake. Um, the true Moonlight Greatsword can be crafted by the weaponsmith Ornifex, who is this, like, awful crow lady, by using the old Pale Drake soul. Uh, this is indeed the soul of Seath the Scaleless um, uh, that managed to, like, continue to exist and, like, reincarnate itself throughout the years. In Dark Souls 2, he is reincarnated as Freya, who is a gigantic spider. Um, she'll only drop oh. this on New Game Plus. Uh, or by burning a bonfire ascetic, which just moves a certain area into new game plus difficulty. Even if you're on new game, it will up the difficulty of the, the, the region around you. Um, uh, this weapon can, of course, like, like in all of them, shoot out an arc of moonlight um, and is back to doing pure magical damage. Because uh, the one in Dark Souls 1 does some physical damage. Uh, in Dark Souls 2, it seems to be back to its demon souls roots of uh, being made just like of pure uh, moonlight cool have you used it in like dark souls one and stuff like do you know what it feels like like does it always just shoot magic every time you swipe or do you have to like no it, it's a charged heady attack if you okay. hold if you hold r2 i haven't used it in dark souls one but okay. if you hold r2 it shoots out the the beam cool basically i've only i've only used it in dark souls three okay Sweet. yeah um the ascetic is kind of the only thing i still like about dark souls 2 like dark souls 2 has like upgraded new game which like the game is legit worth playing through twice yep. i just can't fucking go back to it like <laughs> i just don't like it <laughs> i just can't do it um but the bonfire aesthetic like leveling up an area is cool because i do have like a sorcery build in dark souls 2 and like i'm gonna fight freya twice like back to back just to get the moonlight sword and like do a nice. moonlight build but that is under the 
if I'm if you see me playing Dark Souls two again, something has gone horribly wrong in my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Comics not coming out in July, folks. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's playing Dark Souls two. <laughs> Jay's got COVID. <laughs> Everything's falling apart. Um, yeah. So before we move on to a different series, a different IP, um, I suppose we'll move on to a quick break. A moonlight break sword. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We'll now detour into Yarnum and Bloodborne, uh, just like FromSoft did back in 2015. Uh, so the weapon, the, the Moonlight Great Sword, is in fact not in Bloodborne at all. You can only get it if you buy the DLC, which I did not do. Oh, Bastard. it is in the old hunters, which is like a real son of a bitch move that I feel like that's a publisher move. That's like that's like a Sony thing where it's just like, hey, you know, this like historical this historical treasure uh, that you've like kind of imbued in the culture of all your games. Sell it to people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, OK, yeah. um, this iteration of the sword is a very normal looking kind of like two handed long sword, like a claymore, like just nothing too, too special about it. However, in Bloodborne, every weapon has two forms. Uh, so the right. classic version of this weapon can be summoned by sheathing the physical blade in a large blade made entirely of light. And once again, your charged attacks are the things that shoot out the wave of moonlight. Uh, I, I may have like left this art out here. Starting in Demon Souls, they removed the moon lightning. So the weather control was working, basically. Okay. Back yeah, on. It's, ju it's just the moonlight disc that gets fired out of it at this point. I love the two forms in Bloodborne, but I remember one playthrough I had this giant like honking hammer that would take like three seconds to swing. Or yeah, you the could, Kirk hammer. Yeah, or you could unsheathe yeah. a little sword from inside the hammer and then mm. a little fast. I used the Kirk hammer a lot at yeah. first because again I thought it was really cool. The the transformation combos were just like fun to look at for the Kirk hammer. Yeah, where you'd like. Because if you work in a transformation, which is like L2 or something, yeah. and then and like mid-attack, you'll go into a transformation combo. And for the Kirk hammer, you would like grab the hammerhead off your back and do like a two-handed swing with both. And yeah. then like clip the sword into it and then continue just with a two-handed like mallet, basically. Very cool, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up not sticking with the weapon because I didn't find it very strong. I used the stake driver, which was just like an arm-mounted spear that you could retract into like this gunpowder powdered spring and basically just like punch enemies and it would knock over basically anything in the entire game yeah. <laughs> i ended up great. getting the the kirk hammer into the wheel the wheel that you could like rev up and spin on your oh yeah yeah yeah. Like, yeah 
I honestly want to just plug in my PlayStation and play Bloodborne, even though I have Elden Ring. I love that game so much. You, you've got it. You got to get like some compressed air in your PlayStation at first, because that thing will just catch fire. Because there's probably like six inches of dog hair on it at this point. Isn't I it? haven't plugged it in. <laughs> I haven't plugged it in in a year. But I have... making a nest in there. Like. <laughs> I got the outsides, but yeah, I really I should open it up. They tell you not to, but I probably should open it up and somehow. I mean, you yeah. bought it years ago. Your warranty's void at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they, like tell a... you, they tell you not to because they just want to have a reason to make you buy a new one, right? So yeah. like, yeah. Right. When it gets so saturated with dog fur, they just want to sell you a new PS4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the te- uh, so like as, like as as you'd expect on this one, it's got new flavor text at this point on the uh, on the, on the Moonlight Great Sword. It's got like all the classics. It's got the charge stabs, got the short range later, you know, zero sugar, all that shit. The text on the uh, on the item reads: An arcane sword discovered long ago by Ludwig. When the blue moonlight dances around the sword, it chan- channels the abyssal cosmos. Its great blade will hurl a shadowy light wave. The Holy Moonlight Sword is synonymous with Ludwig, the Holy Blade, but few have ever set eyes on the Great Blade, and whatever guidance it has left to offer, it seems to be very private and elusive sort. Um, a very private and elusive sort. So the old gods of the cosmos, like a very Cthulhu flavor, um, in Bloodborne makes sense. I personally think, Loreboy's canon, that the sword itself is more of like a vessel for the moonlight and the moonlight is talking directly to ludwig because he does eventually go fucking crazy yeah uh this is in what, bloodborne <laughs> this is what ludwig looks like when you have to fight him but i think this yeah. is like more his his pure form he he looks like just like a bunch of beast bits all put together he's kind of hard to even interpret when you look at him um yeah his face looks like it's on his arm which is like big yeah. and distorted he's got you know like tr- I don't know. That's like hay growing out of his head, like yeah. corn, old old corn husks growing out of his head. Maybe <laughs> that's what he's supposed to look like. His head somehow ended up on his arm in the in the fight, but like he kind of looked oh, like that's... just a standing up horse before. Yeah. So it's a missable drop uh, from Ludwig the Holy Blade in the DLC, the Old Hunters in Bloodborne. Uh, he's, I think, the first boss of the DLC. He is a gigantic man, and you guys are right to call out the hay and all the horse bits. He at some point became fused with his horse uh and that's why he's got like why the long face buddy and all the kind of uh whatever <laughs> like hooves poking out of him on like horse legs he can't use sort of yeah. thing he didn't study the gravity magic like radon did so he wouldn't put too much weight on his horse so yeah he just like <laughs> got fused into it you know i, I love mean at, that, <laughs> the tiny horse is so fucking funny yeah. Radon goes to, to to gravity school just so he could like protect his little steed. Very cute. <laughs> Ludwig was the first beast hunter of the Healing Church, founded by Lawrence, uh, who was a vicar or vicar. I don't know what that rank in the church is called. A vicar. Uh, a vicar. Okay. Yeah, I know that uh, from Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds. Oh, vicar. That's true. That's uh, one of the companions. Vicar Max. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Um, Lawrence had discovered and created some kind of mixture using the blood of the old gods that he had discovered below the city of Yarnum. Um, him, along with the scholars from the school of Bergenworth, created the process of blood ministration as a form of healing. Uh, this has really led to the events of the entire game. As we see, taking blood transfusion from cosmic gods that you found in the basement uh, makes people go crazy, and in some cases turns them into werewolves or even larger monsters, I think depending on how much they've done. Because you've got Vicar Amelia, who is huge, 
or uh, and like some of the other ones like uh father gascoigne who is just like kind of a taller than a man but still basically just like a man-sized werewolf when yeah, you fight him you fight yeah he yeah. starts as like a man and he becomes more and more werewolf but i think you meet his mom and or not his mom you meet his, you meet son, his daughter his daughter yeah and him yeah. and his mom are like missing or whatever so i think the he's like of a mom yeah yeah you find... <laughs> oh, yes the father the opposite of a mother how silly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get to go no and... daughter's the opposite of mother oh yeah oh, oh little little girl uh, but yeah. I mean, little girl big girl mom it's the dad. classic it's the classic is the opposite of fire water or is it no fire ah <laughs> he's weak to fire yeah but he's probably like early on in his infection though because him and his mom just like uh him and the daughter's mom just went missing or whatever and you have to go tell the daughter later that the he's still in human your mom. yeah yeah he's still in human form and also um he's early on the blood like he, oh right he's the first mandatory boss uh he, the cleric beast who is a gigantic monster that someone has turned into is optional technically and then yep. the Vicar Amelia has been in that church for a long time. So she's like big and beastly because she's been like on that IV for a while, you know? Yeah. 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 She uh, ruined the game for me and I have never liked it since, despite the fact she's like the third boss and I still ended uh, up beating it. She has a big my heel. Play my PlayStation yeah. would run that game in that fight at like 15 frames a second. So oh, I think okay. I got killed. Oh, yeah. It would it would drop. It would drop to like stop motion animation like mid-swing so my dodge would be mistimed by like 40 years and i got killed like <laughs> I, I got killed like a hundred times by her it's horrible damn dude. <laughs> until i switched weapons i switched to the the beast hunter spear which like does additional damage to beasts and basically just like cheesed her that way but yeah that uh that fight the performance on the ps4 really fucked that game up for me uh probably for, <laughs> probably forever <laughs> yeah i mean it's a shame it's a real shame that that one is exclusive that's like of all the FromSoft games like hey i'll, I'll probably yeah. play Elden ring someday i'm like keen on playing sekiro but like bloodborne is the one that i like really want to play it's good because uh, I, I played it at jamie's and like i beat gascoin uh i'm pretty sure um like he's we, like the we one played it on stream for charity once too when yeah. we did extra life yeah that like guy met me if i could beat gascoin in one shot he'd pay us yeah. 40 bucks <laughs> yeah yeah Elden or something uh yeah. anyway but um it's like so fun, so fast, so responsive. Like, yeah. like feels so good, and I so wish it was on PC. Yeah, and, and that was the problem, game. right? It was responsive until it wasn't, and it like I was just hard locked at a boss because like her yeah. fur just kills it. I think I it like, matches right. Ethan's playstyle too, because like the best defense is like after you get hit, get two hits in, so you get your health yeah. back, yeah. right? So like, yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. The rally's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I believe they call it puke and rally in the uh, in the tutorial. After <laughs> yeah. uh, after you, you shot so a bunch shit. of blood, <laughs> I, I beat the game once by myself, and then another time we did co-op the whole way through with uh, Sneaky Feet, uh, who used to come on the stream a lot. Yeah. Andrew, yeah. Oh, cool, 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 yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the uh, blood administration, like, and and all like the beasts created, uh, led to the creation of the Church Hunters, of which Ludwig was the first. So he was the first hunter of the Healing Church. He founded the workshop where they started building the trick weapons, which, of course, are the transformable weapons. Uh, eventually, he became corrupted and went mad after years of hunting beasts, which happens to a lot of people like beast blood because it made them crazy. Like if you hunt too many, you get like soaked in it and it drives you crazy. Uh, eventually, Ludwig ended up imprisoned in the hunter's nightmare, which is like this pocket dimension where he's forced to like kill people forever there's like a river of blood that goes to the first area that is like 
pouring out of the area that he's in because he's killed so many beasts and other hunters within the nightmare that like it's, there's a literal river pouring out of his out of his like hut or or like the or in the temple that he lives in i guess pretty badass yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um i like i mentioned earlier i think lore boys canon it was the sword that drove him crazy because it has an aspect of moonlight to it, and like the true ending of the game, there is a old god called the uh, Moon Presence. The moon is uh, like very much like linked to the old gods that cause insanity. So that's like my thing more than the blood that drove him crazy, or like a combination of the two. Um, maybe the sword itself drove him crazy because like halfway through the fight, like the first half of the fight, he's very much like on all fours, running around and like screaming at you. Halfway through the fight, his second stage, he, like, stands up and, like, holds the sword in two hands. But the sword fucking comes out of nowhere. And he mm. was just like, oh, you were here this whole time. You were by my side. It, like, materializes in front of him. And it changes the way he stands. And then he's all of a sudden upright fighting two-handed with a gigantic fucking sword. So, like, I think it was the sword that did it. Personally. Officer, it, was, it wasn't him. It was the sword sort of thing. Just <laughs> <laughs> what I think. Yeah. It's... it's it's probably one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, he would have been fine uh, if he was just drinking. But when he was drinking and doing DMT, like, yeah, it, it went a little off the uh, rails, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he was he was problematic because of the beast blood, you know, and it did make him like an angry drunk and he'd lash out and all these things. But like, <laughs> then he then got elevated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One day somebody put some lean into his cup and it was just like, well, here we go, I guess. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was fine when he smoked his joints, but then he got into the crystal moonlight, and then everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so after the fight, you can find his severed head on the ground. You can either just hit it one more time and kill it. You'll get the uh, holy moonlight sword. Or if you're dressed in church garb, there's different like armors in the game. He'll like talk to you and just give it to you because he thinks you're like a a priest or a nun or whatever. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, Dark Souls 3 very much plays the hits uh, and we have like an entire episode on the Lords of Cinder so I'm not going to go into this one this version of the sword is just like straight up the same sword from Dark Souls 1 and 2 um, Osiris King of Lothric discovers Seath's archives at some point in prehistory and like is like experimenting on his children and on his bloodline and creates an invisible baby called Ocelot at some point, he transforms himself into, like, a slimy, like, were-dragon by accident. And when you kill him, uh, you bring the uh, his soul to Ludlith of Corland, who is the only Lord of Cinder who is, like, sitting and waiting to die, uh, like, to restart the Age of Fire. And he will he's the guy who crafts your ascended boss weapons, basically. So you just get Osiris' soul, which is basically possessed by Seath, uh, and then he gives you the uh, Moonlight Sword. Or that, this is the build that I have in that game. It's very good. It functions identically uh, as it always has. It's got the, but like with the, I guess with the weapon arts in Dark Souls 3, it's got like more complex combos, but a lot of them end in like a laser beam, a shockwave or whatever. Cool. Yeah. Um, there is, however, a spell in the final DLC for Dark Souls 3 called Old Moonlight. Uh, and this uses souls to reform the memory of an ancient sword that was found inside Madir. Uh, who we do talk about on a previous episode. Oh. Madir was an ancient... That's, just what, I call, that's what I call my... Uh, my Madir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> very cute. Um, Tips yeah. tip Moonlight Great Helm. Like, <laughs> Madir. Madir. <laughs> uh, shoots an arc. <laughs> uh, Madir was an ancient immortal dragon 
who like apparently also sided with the gods and he was tasked by the gods to hold back the age of fire ending darkness of the abyss um the text on the spell reads in part the sword is named after moonlight but it is slightly different from the one that is fashioned of the old pale drake seath perhaps it is rooted in an older memory from not long after the beginning so maybe this kind of lore boys canons Kingsfield, Kingsfield as part of Dark Souls' history. Cool. Right? I mean, Kings, Kingsfield lore when, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to find. You, you just signed yourself up, dude, to getting requests for this for the next year and a half. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we can even buy that game online. It's, it might be a PS1 classic on like PS3 or something. It, it does not look fun to play, I'm not going to lie. Look, it, I found it, it, it looks awful. I found yeah. it used on eBay. 1995, 220 Canadian dollars. Cool. Yeah, wow. you know what, Jamie? If you wanna, if you wanna do that, go for it. Or you could probably just download PSX and uh, torrent oh. the 80 megs that that game probably is. Wait, it's on Etsy for 197. <laughs> oh, even better, you can get it from a housewife instead. <laughs> you get it's just a knitted CD-ROM, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Etsy, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, well, we'll look into it, users. We'll, we'll, we'll put our patron money back into the show. Mike. Yeah, we, we, we haven't had to invest in anything in a while. Maybe we'll get a copy of Kingsfield. Um, so what's really cool about the summonable sword, and another reason that like, I personally think now that Kingsfield is part of like one of the Ages of Fire, basically, in the past, is the spell does not look like the Moonlight Greatsword from Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Dark Souls 2, none of them. It is like a holographic like spell of the one from Kingsfield. It's a different oh, model, yeah. basically. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so now we're going to finally come to the latest version of the weapon, the Dark Moon Greatsword in Elden Ring. So if you were here for the SEO or here for the spoilers, here we go. Finally, baby. Right, <laughs> yes. at, right, at, right at the end. It's the post credit scene that like that's the only reason you go to see a movie now. Yeah. Like it's just uh, to see what happens. Yeah, listeners, you gotta tweet in now if you've if you've gotten the Moonlight Greatsword and Elden Ring already. You if you figured it out on your own, you gotta tweet in now. We went yeah. a bit over time. <laughs> we, we gave you some extra time. We're, we're at an hour yeah. eleven. So if you haven't done it by now, you're never going to do it by yourself. Yeah. 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 Give up. yeah. Just give up. Just give up. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be able to do it without us telling you how. Yeah. <laughs> Literally impossible. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, we did an episode about the family tree of the gods in Elden Ring, and Rani is among them. Um, you get the Darkmoon Greatsword at the end of Rani's questline. Uh, she is the daughter of Radagon and Renala. Uh, and honestly, like in our Patreon, uh, in our Patreon bonus episode, Jamie, you were talking about how hard it is to research Elden Ring lore. It <laughs> it, it is thirty people and two names it is yeah. insufferable yeah it's, it's, I, I have no idea who anybody is yeah it's annoying. but okay so radagon is um also melania right so no i no we, we have also fuck it's I, america america sorry yeah. exactly yeah I, so literally know who it is but can't remember because there's so many m names but exactly. just the names yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, so so yeah Radagon and Radagon is like king of the Golden Order kind of thing, and Rani or uh, what was her mom's name? Ranala. Ranala is like the queen of like worship the moon. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, she's uh, Rani is the daughter of Radagon and Renala, and after Radagon either left or transformed back into Queen Merica or something, because he and because Radagon and and Queen Merica are the same person and got married somehow or whatever the fuck is happening. Yeah, <laughs> basically, um, it's like anyway, uh, Rani and her sisters, because she had two sisters, uh, ascended and became demigods. Right. Uh, it seems pretty likely that Rani was involved in the Night of the Black Knives, which we did talk about, where assassins stole part of the Rune of Death from the Elden Ring and from uh, Malekith, uh, and then killed Godwin the Golden, who I think was one of Merica's sons as well, or something? He was the first, yeah. He was, yeah, like, okay. the first on the Golden Order side. Like, the whole reason why, like, they started fucking in the first place was, like, we want to be immortal, so let's get some sons and stuff, just in case we aren't immortal. And yeah, but God- there's two Godwins, right? Like, there's that Godwin, and then there was... Like, uh, there's didn't God- Godwin have a kid named Godwin? <laughs> Godwin, there's Godric, and then there's God. There's another God... Uh, I should well, there's, like, Margot and Morgot, which is just, like, my son is also named Bort. Like, why the yeah. fuck are all yeah, yeah. these... Because like, <laughs> they're the- out of Margot license plates at the gift shop. I pulled yeah. up the family tree. There's a Godwin, Godric, Godafroy. Uh, there's a God... Oh, maybe... It- yeah. yeah, maybe it was like Godfrey and Godfrey that I'm thinking of. Yeah, there's a God Godfrey America had Godwin. Godfrey was like the, the lion dude, the guy with the lion on his back that was just right, like the yeah. badass that like fought off all the giants and everything. And they had Godwin, oh, Godric, Godafroy, and they had like Morgot and Moog, and those guys were ugly, so they set them underground. And... Yeah, they named them Morgot and Moog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably after the horns. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. <laughs> that's all. Clearly, believers in what is it? Nominative determination or something? Or like, if you're named, if you're named, like uh, the classic example, is like Tom Hanks's kid, yeah. where like the one is named Chet and looks like the very stereotypical. Chet. Oh yeah, Chet <laughs> Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, White boy yeah, summer. Yeah, and the other one's named like a very, very it's tame Colin. name. Colin, Colin, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. looks very much like a Colin. Like. Yeah. You know, you know, and it works the other way, too. Like, if your name is somewhere, the mere exposure effect, there's more Phil's per capita in Philadelphia than elsewhere and stuff like that. Yeah. Because Phil's are attracted to go live where their names sound the same, I guess. But I, I, I've never been attracted to that city. My name was almost Phil. Oh, yeah? Well, oh, yeah. Almost, yeah. Have you ever been to Peterdelphia? Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're always filling in them cheeks, right? So, <laughs> Never not. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, so over the course of Rani's quest line, you'll need to kill various bosses. Uh, this one kind of reconnected to the cosmos. Uh, you will have to kill Estelle, natural born of the void, which is like this very spindly looking insect that looks like it's made of like beads of like star energy that has like a human skull with pincers at the front. Uh, this thing apparently like stole the sky from a from Nakram the inter- eternal city at some point in the Whoa. past, which is fucking insane. That sounds very cool. <laughs> yeah, the sky looks beautiful in Nakram too. Like even though yeah. it's underground, like it's one of the prettiest places in the game I've went so far. But I guess yeah, the old sky was even better. Yeah, and that's the shitty sky that he left behind. Yeah, <laughs> So at the end of her quest, Rani is found dead in front of two fingers. Uh, the two fingers are all over the game, and from what I've seen, they're just, like, two big, gross human fingers. They're, like, 20 feet tall, yeah. and they're kind of like radio towers that communicate with the outer gods, and then that gets interpreted by finger maidens, or if you're being coy, heavy petting maidens. 
<laughs> yeah those are the two fingers are in like the hub area too and once you get yeah. your first two great runes like you you're eligible to become the elden lord because you have more runes than anybody else and the two fingers will be like go here the, the two fingers want you to become elden lord and i'm not sure why yet could be a yeah. bad reason it's a, it's they're very very weird looking i'm not gonna lie like it's a very weird artistic choice because they're yeah. just like two chubby hairy fingers that just like point straight up in like a peace sign but it's not like a fist it's just like this section with no yeah. thumb of your hand it's, yeah it's very strange. They're, yeah. they're really hairy like the beasts in bloodborne too um yeah they've got the corn husks on them yeah the maiden listing uh, comes you're, from you're, that. okay yeah. country bumpkin reference <laughs> yes <laughs> yes you bumped up country bumpkin <laughs> yeah corked up white boy his country bumpkins yeah, yeah. so um, all the peasants legs and arms to his back yeah they jumped up so ranny has actually killed the fingers that she's sitting in front of um and with like the one of like the black assassin daggers that that had been used to kill godwin as well um and after you give her the dark moon ring you get the dark moon greatsword from that area that's your reward for completing uh, ranny's quest line so she dark like, moon great story. yeah she like kills her father's like allegiances or whatever because she, she's against the fingers she's against the golden order she's all moon yeah. now baby after killing the fingers right exactly. all moon baby yeah, yeah. all moon no nuts <laughs> all, all moon no breaks <laughs> yeah uh, so this version of the sword does both magic and ice damage, which is like a new elemental type that they added in Dark Souls 3 that's carried over into uh, Elden Ring. Uh, so it's kind of new and improved. But the Moonlight Greatsword is actually name of the weapon's special ability. Uh, the sword glows and buffs itself, gaining the ability to launch the Moonlight Arcs at enemies. Very so it's just a self-buff of, of every damage type, so physical magic and ice. Um, and then it gets the ranged attack as well. So it's it's very much like Elden Ring is a combination of all of the ideas Miyazaki's already had. Uh, the this Moonlight Greatsword is very much like a blend of the cosmos and the Western fantasy that like the, the previous games that he's worked on have all kind of led up to. Nice. I think one thing Elden not to dwell too long about um, one thing Elden Ring did really well is that if you want to just try all the different swords you pick up. Like, there's enough levels in the game that you can just hit all those, like, minimum yeah. values for every sword you pick up. And there's so many cool big weapons that you, that you get along the way. So, I'd say, yeah. like, like more so than the other Dark Souls games, don't worry about, like, your stat allocation as much. Because the game's so big, you can get to level 200 or whatever. So, yeah. you can get all your soft caps or whatever. So 99 yeah, exactly. off stats, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is the frustrating thing with a lot of Souls games. It's just, like... Yeah. You like you go the strength builder, you go the dex build, and you're like, you see something cool in a YouTube video that somebody else is doing, and you're like, oh, that'll take me like days to get that many. <laughs> yeah. Like now that it costs now that it costs two hundred thousand souls per level up, and I get one stat per level up to get like thirty more points into my int for this yeah. build is not worth it essentially. Yeah. So it's start start over or yeah or, or go without. Basically. And there is yeah, respect it. After you yeah. beat Ranny, actually, there's respects. Oh, oh she's yeah. a respect one now. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that's the Moonlight Greatsword and uh, some of its iterations. Subscribe <laughs> to our Patreon, patreon.com slash boys, if you want to get some uh, bonus content where we're going to continue talking about this. Uh, and also complaining about other shit, probably, because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were doing that earlier. Please subscribe. Uh, I have... I'm about Jamie coughing some. Yeah, sure. sorry. 
Please subscribe <laughs> so I can get my medicine. The, the boys won't yeah. give it to me because we haven't hit our quota this month. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, we need more people to sign up for that a, Patreon. You can take a sick day or you can get a vaccine, Jamie, and you chose, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, you get your you, you, you get your ivermectin tablet this this evening. I'll put it in your <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have enough piece of cheese or you won't eat it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have been your host and your guiding moonlight peter o'donoghue you can find me at lower voice podcast on instagram or you can check out the comic i've been working on at squared idea i've been working on it a lot recently um made a couple of other moves that god willing will go through and i'll be done by the summer we current intention is to launch uh the first part um at comic-con in montreal in the first week of july uh, i don't yep. know if that's gonna work out i can't see the future but that's what i'm trying to do at this time so uh lads what do you have to say for yourselves uh that was a moonlight great show pete uh <laughs> jamie do you have anything you wanted to plug hop in the discord i love how much drg love we got we put one deep rock galactic out and we had like four or five people join just to say rock and stone i love that love that uh that was great uh, yeah, yeah that's true yeah so come on into that discord like there's there's a bunch of games people were playing i think pete had uh while i was shivering under three blankets on friday pete was hanging out and chat with folks till like 1 a.m um yeah just coming to the discord that's where all the community stuff kind of is centered around and if you want to be a part of that uh it's really easy to join and discord or what is it lorebuzz.com slash about yeah yeah that's yep it. or the description yeah, and, of this episode on your podcast platform yeah there should be a link in the description of this episode that'll take you to the discord yeah. um and yeah do do come on and join uh jamie and peter do a lot of hanging out with people i'm more of the you have to do an obscure side quest and talk to some random npcs in our discord huh. before uh yeah, there's an invisible the bridge to hang out with Jason. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, if, you, if you just tag me, I just don't spend a lot of time online, but if you tag me, I'll usually see it. I've had uh, notifications muted for the past few weeks, but they're back on, baby, so let me know. Um, if you guys want to support the show, uh, get Jamie his medicine, please head to patreon.com slash theloreboys. I will um, be withholding it, actually. At this yeah, point. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to guilt anybody, but you better listen to all the ads in the episode or else I'm withhold medication from Jamie. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, there, there's, a, there's a bunch of tiers there, the lowest one starting at $3, uh, you know, which does will get Jamie his ivermectin. And, you know, there's there's nine, $9 and $15 tiers where uh, we'll forego the ivermectin. We'll just give him some beer, some lean, and some DMT. Uh, so <laughs> make sure to... Head on over to patreon.com slash the lore boys uh, and check it out for some bonuses there. Now, uh, if you guys don't like Patreon, don't trust them, don't want Jamie to get his medicine, which, hey, respect. Uh, we do have <laughs> lore boys prime uh, where you guys can sign up, uh, send us uh, various goodies. Uh, you guys can sign up to be an NPC in my uh, Moonlight Great Ethan questline. Um, we're just adding more obscure obscure uh, dialogues uh, as many as possible to each of our episodes uh, and if you could listen to all the episodes and piece together the clues that we have laid out for you you can figure out how to how to get access to my Moonlight Greatsword um, <laughs> you just, five years of cruise yeah. <laughs> anyone who's just like slightly mentally unstable now is like hearing codes in all of our yeah. <laughs> oh yeah I like well, to think War that War War Boys War is going to be the new Q dude yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we're always telling you something guys you just have to listen yeah, yeah exactly so so we're recruiting we're waiting to, waiting to hear back from you guys on, on how you feel about that uh, and as a reward for anybody who figures it out, we're we're getting Jamie more sick. We're giving him all the fun diseases. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Let's so, see how uh, far we, we can take. This. 
<laughs> yeah, we did have someone kiss him on the COVID hole earlier <laughs> earlier this week for this episode, but uh, who knows what he'll be sick with next week, huh? Oh, let's uh, let's get let's get crazy with it. Let's get funky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to see what happens with one of those like Amazonian catfish that sleeps inside your dick hole. Looks like oh, like, yeah. I want to see how you recover from that one. <laughs> well, that'll okay. be an exciting one. One of those like things that replaces your tongue that looks like a weird bug that the oh fish that beetle gets. that lives inside fish. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. The, yeah, that's the the female stays on the tongue and the male hangs out right in the back cheek, just ready to to, to reproduce. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. just just like well, me. <laughs> Yeah, there's only, there's, only, there's only one way to find out what pumping him full of uh, moon juice and beast blood will do. So <laughs> head on over to Lord Boys Prime. And... Before the ad, Jamie, kind of aggressive, very normal. Second half of the show, werewolf. Like that's yeah, the... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, I think that would constitute a Lord Boys. Lord Boys. Out. Out. No, you talk to a lot of people and they're like, no, no, I like, like people like don't wash their feet too. And they're like, no, no, I like lather and it like rinses down. And it's like, uh, okay, it does to an extent, but like you're not washing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, PSA, PSA to all our listeners. Wash your uh, ass, wash your feet. Wash your ass, wash your feet. This will be the, the free preview clip. Uh, that'll go out to everybody, <laughs> not just the patrons. Oh, okay. <laughs> wash your ass, wash your feet. Good idea. <laughs> 24 minutes. I'll write that down. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 